This podcast is presented by Genius Sports, driven to deliver the difference. Experience the power and excitement of live events with Ticket Smarter. You can find seats to more than 125,000 live events, including sports, concerts, and theater shows on TicketSmarter.com. Ticket Smarter is also a proud partner of the Mac. Think smarter. Think Ticket Smarter. and welcome back to the call to action podcast i'm your host jeremy guy and today we're joined by a very special guest uh if anyone's following our social accounts or our website or press releases we named our 2023 mac hall of fame induction class and i'm very pleased to have with me today uh i mean you you've done so much i don't even know where to start but uh kent state legend and i'm going to say legend because you're now a hall of famer in the mac and and you're in various hall of famers we're we're joined by herb page coach page thank you for taking the time today how are you doing um i had i'm having a great day i had a better day about two days ago and you announced that yes i got in the mid-america conference hall of fame it just i got goosebumps um really a great honor and uh and it just sort of everybody's been congratulating me and it's like you know i'm retired i'm retired they said we got to be retired anyways it's it's an honor it's an honor to join you jeremy and uh i'm in there with a lot of great people obviously and but i'm in there because of great players my players but anyways thank you it's 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 awesome it's awesome when uh, i'm glad you're doing great it's awesome when uh now that i'm in this role of letting hall of famers know that they're in that you were one of my first call. You were the first call this year um, and just someone that I've been able to work with and someone that I've done championships with and everything. So that was a really cool uh, thing for me to do, first and foremost, to, to let you know that you're in the Hall of Fame. Um, let's let's take it all the way back. How, how does a guy from, is it, how do you say it, Markham? Is that how you Mark- say it? Markham, yeah. Ontario. H- how do you get to Kent and were you... I know you came in as a three sport you played football, you played golf. Uh, then you, you also played hockey. What were you recruited as? How, how, tell me the story of how you got to Kent. Yeah, I, well, listen, I was, I was recruited as a golfer. Uh, I was, you know, a passionate, enthusiastic junior golfer who back in the seventies, there weren't many Canadians going to the university in the, in the United States. I wanted to play college golf and I wasn't very good, but, Somehow or another, I wrote letters. And again, let's remember 70, no fax machines. No, you wrote letters and, uh, and you took the SAT. I'm a Canadian. And then I got, I didn't realize the time, I guess I got a high score in the SAT. So I got these little letters back and, and it came down to Kent State University. And so I, I guess I signed a little letter of intent, had a little scholarship offer. And that summer I prepared to come to Kent State in the fall of 1970 and then in the middle of may first part of may something really terrible happened at kent state and uh my father i can remember well you know english british canadian well you're not going to go to that bloody place but thank god it was the greatest decision of my life that i came down here in september and i 
came to Kent State as a golfer. And they just introduced hockey. Well, I can skate better than I can walk. So I started playing hockey. And then uh, the story about football is we, we don't have enough time, but my junior year, I sort of walked on okay. and as a place kicker and really never made it. Then I made it. And next thing you know, I was a place kicker on the greatest football team in Kent State history. And senior year had another great year and played under Coach Don James. So that's my story at Kent State. Went, got a master's and became a coach and never left. But yeah. back in the good days, I came as a golfer and I'm a golfer. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, but I mean, you, you do talk, you, um, you know, you, you were part of one of the best football teams, like you said, in Kent state history. I mean, we'll touch on plenty of golf, but what was that experience like as a golfer, as someone who came in as a golfer and then joining the football team, you don't see that too often. I know now you see tournaments where you got Aaron Rodgers out there playing, golf. You know, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that are playing golf, but you don't typically hear of a two sport golf football student athlete it's not the combo yeah and again according to jack lambert and some other guys in the team i really wasn't a football player you know we won't it's it's this is a g-rated program so we won't say it but i was a place kicker yeah. so you know i got hit a couple times on some kickoffs but yeah i wasn't really a football player but <laughs> uh no it was the greatest thing i can tell you about my career kent state one of the greatest things i got to sit in a dressing room for two years and I was coached by Don James. And I mean, you talk about a mentor to me, you never realize that football and golf, the same coaching attributes that he had. I just sat in the back of the room for two years as a place kicker and listened to, I think, one of the greatest football coaches of all time. He's in the College Football Hall of Fame. He, he won Rose Bowls. He won national championships. He left Kent State, went to Washington. And so I'm just very blessed that Don James entered my life and I got to learn so much from him. That, that's what football was. And, you know, Jack Lambert, Gary Pinkle, Nick Saban. I mean, that room was full of superstars. Sure. We didn't know, we didn't know it, but it was. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you coached 41 seasons um, as a golf coach at, at Kent State. And take me back, I guess, to the to the early years. You you know, you... you um, were both men's coach. You were part of the women's team. I mean, you've won. I I have. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but 43 MAC championship rings. Um, I mean, that's it's it's a lot. You sort of it means more as I've retired. When you're doing it, you just keep coaching and you don't think about it. But yeah, I've been very fortunate to be part of but just an awesome, awesome golf program. Um, but at the beginning. I, you know, they hired me in 1978 because the coach retired and, you know, fast forward. I mean, it was not very good. I mean, college, it was just, we were not very good. There was no program support, whatever, whatever. You know, we won our first Mac in 1984, um, two scholarships. That's all we had. The Mac actually said, you only get two for golf and everybody else had five. So, um, truth be known, they probably should have fired me my first six years. We weren't very good. And <laughs> We got some good players. I kind of figured it out. And the little history, they they the Mac lifted the scholarship restrictions in 1991 or two. I can't remember exactly. And then all of a sudden I got to recruit on a par basis with the Big Ten and the ACC. So and then I think really a cool point for me was when we added women's golf in 1996 or seven. 
And I got to recruit the women's golf team, became director of golf and just watched the men and the women just dominate. And, uh, I mean, what do you contribute all that success to? I mean, I know, you know, now that you've looked back, is there anything, was it just getting the right student athletes? Was it, I mean, you know, when people think Kent State in, in the golf world, I mean, it's a, it's a dynasty and you look at it still, the women's program is still winning title, you know, and, and the men's program's always there competing, if not winning the title. I mean, what is it about Kent State and golf? And I, I mean, that starts, like you said, they weren't very good. It starts with you. Uh, you know, we just, I had a passion and, and then I realized if we wanted to compete, we needed you know, we had great facilities. We had Windmill Lakes Golf Club. I had great, you know, we got more and more support from presidents, athletic directors, and we just had a vision that, you know, we want to compete. And it was beyond the Mid-American Conference. You know, we're trying to win a national championship. Four top tens. Our women have had three top tens. I mean, we're right there and, and we're still very, very close. So um, just along the way, the support that we got from presidents, athletic directors, um, ex-players you know our alumni gathered in our, our uh, boosters and support it, it just you know that old adage it's corny but team together everybody achieves more so we just had this swell sport and then the expectation starting in the early 90s that you know you come to win and and we're coming to compete nationally and we got the schedule bumped up we got you know we built a huge facility one of the best indoor facilities in the country so it just kind of steamrolled but the support that we had that Kent state gave to men's golf and then women's golf was second to none. I mean, and it still is that way. So my alma mater um, really did as well and they continue to support and, and support Kent state at a national level. And I'm so appreciative that the opportunity they gave us and we ran with it and, I'm, I'm, even though I'm retired, I'm still involved and still rooting for him. And uh, it's just, it's a championship program and the expectations are very high. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you talk about some of those guys names that people have heard of uh, Ben Curtis and Corey Connors and, and Mackenzie Hughes and Tyler Pendrith. Like those are names. I mean, not Ben anymore, but those other names are guys who are competing and Corey just won a tournament about a month ago. Right. So yeah. Uh, I mean, coaching those guys and seeing the current guys on there, and there's a lot of other guys like still trying to make their way up. Right. That yes. I didn't even okay. mention. Um, I mean, and then you got guys that like current head coach, John Mills. I mean, there there's names that, um, kind of goes without saying, but how proud are you when you see these guys competing or Ben winning a major title and, and, you know, maybe a memory or a couple memories of just things that really stood out once these guys made it to that next step. Yeah. I, I can just tell you what's happened in the last few days, getting into the Mac hall of fame. I get phone calls from my first golf team guys, you know, Ned Weaver and Dr. Doug Hansel. I coach them in 77 and 78, 78. I coach them. They're my, they're two of my best friends. And in the current team, we celebrated yesterday, the women winning the Mac. So 44 years the best thing that happened. i don't want to say one thing because right. i mean i would be remit but just the just staying close to the program and getting to know all these young women and young men and the relationships that i have with them today is amazing i mean last year coach page and my wife paula and she's the main reason by the way but 
you know, we were at the, the Open in St. Andrews. We're at the President's Cup. We're at the Canadian Open. We're at the Rocket. I, I mean, I'm reaping the benefits today of watching our players from Kent State be successful. But beyond that, it's just seeing them successful in the business world, in the golf world. Um, they're all my, they're all dear friends. Uh, I'm sure somewhere along the line, I, some of them don't talk to me. If very few, I, I probably did some bad, but it's just that that relationship for four. You, you can't make that up. It's it's just unbelievable how well, and how, what a great group and the support and 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 we built this support. Um, I'll tell you what I'm really proud of, like Corey Connors, Mackenzie Hughes, and Taylor Pendrith, and Ben Curtis, and many, many others. They've endowed scholarships at Kent State University. Now, that is a commitment to your university and to Kent State. And I couldn't be more proud of those young men and their families of what they've done. And it continues to do that. So, um, yeah, there's a few moments that are pretty cool. Um, Were you at the Open when Ben won? Uh, biggest mistake of my life. I didn't get, <laughs> you know, story. previous weeks, you know, he was coming out and worked a little on his putting and, and, uh, got way too much credit for what Ben did, but Ben is, Ben is Mr. Kent state. I mean, there's no doubt what he did validated our Kent state university's golf program. And he, he certainly validated her page and opened up so many doors and that was 20 years ago this year. Yeah, yeah I was going to say 20 it, years. It, it's just phenomenal. Now, were we good in the 90s before? Yes, we were. When he played here, we were awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, that moment was pretty special. And, you know, Ben rewarded me many, many times. He's, he's just the nicest, most humble man you'll ever run across. And uh, what he and his wife Candace now do with their foundation and and feeding children is is beyond belief. And the best thing I can tell you about Ben, he's a high school golf coach now. You know that. He coaches high school golf at Kent Roosevelt. And his son, Liam, is now going into his junior year. I got to be careful. It's probably a recruiting violation, but would, we might have a second generation, Curtis. His son is exceptional. So yeah. those are special moments. But what Ben did for me um, took me all over the world. I caddied for him at the Masters. I caddied for him. Did you? Scotland. Um, I mean, things he did, you know, tournaments that I played and I got to go see him. Uh, I get goosebumps. Uh, ben Curtis validated Kent State. And then John Mills, our current coach, people don't know. He played the, he played on the tour for 11 years. Yeah, He won four times on the Corn Ferry. The guy is, he's a first team All-American. It's yeah. phenomenal. So we're very fortunate to have him and Ryan Yip yep. in the program now doing great yeah i'm sure you can go name by name i mean there's so many you you mentioned some that i didn't you know i mean there's there's guys all over that and girls that have just been at the top of not only the mac but of national national golf um yeah. so that's unbelievable that's really cool to see the, the 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 goat of kent state yeah i gotta be careful i i i who's your best player who's your best you know what's this Who's the best player, you know, as a professional in school? You know, I, I, I don't like to make lists, but I'd be remiss to say, but the, the GOAT is John Hahn from Hudson, Ohio. And John is a, I don't want to call him a stockbroker. He's a wealth management for Goldman Sachs in Jupiter, Florida. And he's expecting his first daughter in about two months. And he's just the great, he was the greatest player in college. He won seven times. Yeah. He he broke a lot of Ben Curse's records. 
And, you know, he told me, he says, what's the greatest record that I could break when I cut? It's a freshman, cocky little freshman. And I said, Ben Curtis had 28 top tens. No one's ever going to do that. His senior year, Ben had 28 top, or John Hahn had 28 top tens. Seven, <laughs> he, and, and he went over to Europe and he won, he played professionally, won over a million dollars. And then after four years, he said, you know, it's not for me. And he's highly successful sure. in the financial world. So we got tons of people like John Hahn, but yeah, he, he's record-wise, maybe the best I coach at Kent State. You know, the the thing uh, I'm sure you're proud of and just giving back is just the um, training center you were able to, you know, help create and, and bring and, and your course. And I mean, how much does that still mean to you that you're able to be around this game day in and day out? I mean, you're retired, but let's face it, you're not. You don't want to get it. You don't. <laughs> As, as, as I look at you today, you know, you, you don't want to necessarily golf's great. You don't have to get away from the game right away. Right. You, you don't. Right. So how much does that mean to you just that you're able to provide something like that and, and still give back in, in your way, even though you're out of coaching? Yeah, it's, it's very, very special. I see the young women and the young men almost daily because obviously they come to my golf course and that building that we built in 2007. And again, my mentor, Don James coaching mentor, I'm a mentor in the real world and business. Dr. Emilio Ferrara gave the lead gift to build a state-of-the-art practice facility that is just an opportunity for the young men and the young women at Kent State on a daily basis to practice. So yeah, I, I'm still I'm around it every day. And it's 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 just so cool to see these young women and young men and how they they work and and they work and they win championships. And uh it's pretty cool. And they are they work hard and they're very skilled. And uh, I guess we say they toil in anonymity a little bit, but they're still nationally ranked and that goal's still out there. You know, I didn't win a national championship. We were close. Yeah. Um, the women have been close. So that's still what we're trying to do. And, and listen, still winning the Mac. It's hard. It's hard to win. Uh, next year, the women just won their 24th in a row, which, you know, Jerry. So next year, going to jinx them, but they're going for 25. 25 great pretty phenomenal and i get i get to be around this and see them it's pretty cool for me yeah absolutely you know i called you now maybe a week and a half ago has this honor i mean you you talk about guys that have called you former uh you know student athletes that you had uh, i'm sure people within kent state that weren't student athletes but just part of you know whether it's athletics director or, or dr kennedy you know whoever um has this sunk in yet that you're a Mac Hall of Famer and and just how do you put that into words? I think it's sunk in because of all the texts and emails and calls. I, I think it's like at first it when you called me, it was like, man, I was moved. I really am. But the players got me into this Hall of Fame. I'm I'm fortunate. I'm in I'm in some Hall of Fames. And you know, you look back and go, well. You know, I have this saying, great coaches or great players make great coaches. Well, I had a lot of great players. I mean, we made a run here that was phenomenal, and we're still in the run. And it's the players, the student athletes. I share this Hall of Fame award with them and all the support staff. I mean, the Lang Kennedy's the world. He's in there. One of my biggest thrills, I'm joining Lang Kennedy in this hall. I think about that. I'm joining Ben Curtis in the Mac Hall of Fame. And and it's phenomenal. I start looking through the names. It's this is a big time group of athletes who I'm going in with. 
Um, Ron Harper, you know, I know Ron through golf. He's a yeah. golf nut. I don't know whether you knew that or not. Yeah, no, I, yeah, absolutely. He, he's, you know, I knew him after the fact and Greg Jennings, you watch him on TV and not to take away from me and the other, but these guys are, these guys are world-class famous out. So yeah, I, it's sinking in what this means, but I share this with my players. My players got me into this hall of fame and uh, I hope I, my wife keeps keeps my ego down and keeps me grounded. You know, she reminds me that I'm in the, this hall of fame and that I'm not in my high school athletic hall of fame. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, you, you're now in, and we're glad to have you in it. Um, I want to get to some like real time, um, you know, outside of the hall, just what, what um, I know it's, is it tough to go, coach golf in the Midwest or where we are in Ohio or our footprint, the Mac footprint, you see these guys, I mean, everyone's South, everyone's West, you know, what, what is it just weather-wise just getting talent here to, to come play where maybe you don't have that nice weather. And I, that's something I've just always, now I'm going to take it on a personal of questions that I've just want to know. Cause I'm a golf nut too. H how much difficult is that? Do you feel, or is it not really play a factor when you're up here and not in the sunny Florida, California, Arizona, you know, climates. Yeah. Jeremy may be lying. It, it, it's a challenge, but you know what? We overcame those challenges. Um, you know, we're, we're in the Midwest. We're not North <laughs> the Midwest. And, uh, people kid me. Um, you know, I recruited Canada quite a bit and people say, well, you recruited Canada. I'm a Canadian. And well, the Canadians, they, they think they're coming South to Kent state, you know? So that's one of our little inside jokes. And, uh, but yeah, it's a challenge, um, but it can't be overcome. You you cannot golf 12 months of the year. Look at the PGA Tour. They take off December and January, February. So I don't know what I did, but I had this shtick or I had a recruiting thing that, hey, listen, we were in the weight room in the 80s. Nobody lifted weights in the 80s. We did, and now everybody lifts weights. We needed an indoor facility. We were one of the first in the country to build this state-of-the-art indoor facility where you can chip, putt, hit balls 365 days of the year. And then I will tell you, once you have a, you know, once you win, winning gets contagious. So all the support staff, all the boosters, they started giving us the, the ability to raise that and compete nationally. Sure. Um, I didn't recruit Texas or Florida or Georgia. That's not my, that's not my, my area. No. Um, I, had a, I had a call two days ago an email a, or a text from Iceland. Gisli Svenbergsen. You remember him? I do. I do. Yeah. Mac champion. He yeah. won the Mac championship. Um, I, I mean, just a great player. So we got a couple kids from Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> we won. And, and, you know, once we started winning, people wanted to come here and be part of a tradition, a successful program. Um, yeah. It might've been a little difficult competing middle of February, which we still do. We go down there and compete with them. But with our facilities at Kent State now, we can compete middle of February, 1st of March, year round. Um, they used to be a roadblock, no more. Um, so uh, is it difficult? Yeah, a little more difficult, but just challenging. Got it. No. I, another one, I think every golfer has a, do you have a, do you, if I say, do you have a funny golf story? Or something top of mind, not from coaching, could be from playing. 
could even be from when you're just playing casually. Do you have a golf story that sticks out or just anything that, man, this, this is a story that I love to tell regarding the game of golf. Is there anything that comes to mind? There's too many of them, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some of them I can't tell, <laughs> but, um, golly, um, you know, you put me on the spot. I, I, there's not one that just kind of like um, sticks out that would make sense. You'd have to know too much of the background to make I it. I got make you. Sense. No, that's fine. One of my one of my best ones is we were playing Firestone Country Club in a massive college term, big college tournament, University of Akron. They did it on the north and the west course. Big field came in. I mean, 36 college teams. And my one of my good friends was Richard Poe. He was a coach at Missouri. And as athletic director um, – came because it was at firestone they got to play the south and anyways this um drawing a blank this is a senior moment embarrassing at a at a, a, a podcast it's all right. um, the athletic director we got to look him up um i'm just drawing a blank i'll get it he was the he was a football coach at marshall in 1972 um you should know this you're the golf, you're the sportsman but yeah. he was the athletic director at missouri and he said oh kent state he says you know when i was coaching at marshall this is about 1990s, early now. When I was coaching football at Marshall, Kent State beat us, and I had this guy who was a golfer. And he's telling this in front of Richard Poe and me, and he said this guy was a golfer and a walk-on, and he kicked a field goal in the last minute to beat us. And Richard Poe looked at him, and he goes, well, you remember that guy? What are you talking about? A golfer. And Richard Poe knew it was me. Yeah. Frank, uh, well, what's his name? This is awful. A great ad I'm, I'm sorry i'm embarrassed no, but no, and then right. so rick Poe goes yeah that, that some some little golfer beat me in a field that's what i remember about kent state and richard Poe goes frank meet herb page he's the head golf coach at kent state and he was the kicker that beat your ass at marshall <laughs> in 1973 it was 73 and he wow. just went like it was unbelievable <laughs> and i became an instant friend that's one of my best golf football stories but sure no that's good i know i put you on the spot there i just you know when yeah. you're out on the course and you're with people there's always something i feel like comes up and you're talking about it for and like you said maybe maybe there's tons of stories that came to mind that necessarily you can talk about on podcasts i get that too um another thing i i wanted to bring up um since you're definitely around the game of golf uh what's your take on this whole pga live I want to know your, I want to know your comment. I, I want to know what you, what you think about this. No, it's okay, Jeremy. I, I, I've got mixed feelings about it. Yeah. Number one, I don't like what it's doing to the game of golf overall. I mean, we, we got lawsuits and, sure. and you know, friends that were friends aren't friends. I mean, the game of golf, you know, we call our own rules. Let's remember that. And now we got lawyers and, 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 people working on uh you know figuring this and this and this um my battery's going low but it, it should be okay we <laughs> i got it plugged in so you might want to x this off the okay. thing but but no um i just didn't like the way live came out and said we're doing this to grow the game and i'm doing this so i don't have to travel as much Let's be honest, Phil Mickelson. Let's be honest, DeChambeau. Let's be honest. You're doing it for the damn money. The money is phenomenal. I wish they just said that. Harold Varner is my favorite. You know, grew up yep. in Akron, yep. played at East Carolina. 
When he came out, he said, I'm doing this for my family. This is going to be lifelong for my family and my family's family. I liked Harold Varner saying that he's doing it for my family. Um, I can't speak for the Kent State players, but there were some offers made yeah. and they decided to stay on the PGA Tour. I get you have to do things for the money. I mean, the money that basketball and football players and baseball players are paid, phenomenal. So golfers, they have to win to get money. So this is the Kurt Flood, free agency. They got paid to do nothing. So on that side of it, I kind of see it, but I just don't like how it's fracturing the game. I don't like the lawyers. Um, hopefully they get back together. I think it was cool at the Masters where they, sure. they came and played again. And they're friends, but some of them. And if you did it for the money, just say I'm doing it for the money. So that's my personal take. Um, uh, I guess I could get a little more personal that I don't believe what Saudi Arabia is doing. The way they treat people, the way they treat women. Um I don't agree with that. So if this is what they're trying to buy their way into yeah. sport through this, I don't personally agree. That's my personal opinion. Sure. Um, but sure. Uh, it's not doing good. I, I don't think it's doing the game what they said it was going to do. Yeah. I mean, you see. Long these- Sorry. No, no, no. I, I, I wrote it down because it, it's a topic that gets brought up amongst people who really love the game. And I don't think the game. um has been more popular than the last few years. I really don't. I, I think that it's uh, maybe that's just me watching it a lot more, but I, I don't know. I just feel like they're superstars or young guys coming up, even though Tigers, you know, going through what Tigers going through, who really built the game up. Um, it's just, it's just now, I, I don't know if it's helping or hurting. Um, I'm clearly a, a guy on the PGA side of things. I like guys competing. I feel like that's the biggest thing with the live. Like they get their check. And there's no competition. You want to see, right. you want to see John Rahm coming, you know, and, and doing his thing at the Masters and and blowing people away because he wants it so bad. And and so, for me, it's it's that it's the competition. Jeremy, I love it. I I agree with you 100. Um, yeah. You know, the live shouldn't be get world ranking points for playing a 54 hole shotgun start with 48 guys. I'm sorry, it's about the money. Unfortunately, it's yeah. sad. Um, Absolutely. What what's um what's your what's your favorite course you've ever visited? Oh, <laughs> you should have been ready for that one. You knew I was gonna Yeah, uh, yeah. I have my Ohio favorite, okay. my American favorite. I sure. have my international favorite. You know, I've been I want to hear them. I want to hear them. Been so blessed. Well, listen, um, you know, Firestone, the complex, but Firestone North, and I, this is one of my favorites because we won four Mac championships there. When I was coaching, we won the Firestone collegiate invitational and personally her page in 1978, won his first professional golf tournament there. Oh, wow. So that has a real special, it's a great golf course too. I love it. Um, you know, my team has won tournaments. So these are my favorites because Kent state university won tournaments at Kiowa Island at Southern Hills in yeah. Tulsa, Oklahoma. We won a college tournament, the Ping Tulsa Tour. Inverness in Toledo, we've won college tournaments. So they become my favorites because I got to walk them and 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 get a yardage book and and they're great golf courses and then we win on them. So those are some of my favorites. Um uh, I I I love Kiowa Island. I love the ocean course. Pebble Beach is unbelievable. I got to watch Ben Curtis there. 
um, lost in the semifinals, the U.S. Amateur. I have all these personal things, but there's nothing better on both coasts than, than Pebble Beach and the Ocean Course at Kiowa. And I, those are those are my top ones in America. Overseas, I mean, it's just it's phenomenal. I got to caddy at St. Andrews for Ben Curtis. Got to be one of my favorites. Um, I traveled with Ben, and he took me to seven or eight British Opens. So you get to go to Muirfield with Ben Curtis. I mean, but Muirfield is phenomenal. Um, just uh, you know, we got to go back in eleven when Ben went back to St. George's where he won in 03 and he took my wife and I and his family. We went back and saw that golf course. It's very special um, because of the people. And then I've got this real favorite in Ireland called old head. Huh? It's in Kinsale and it's a modern course. It was built about 25 years ago. It's one of my all time favorites. It's a phenomenal right on a big bluff overlooking the ocean and just that and Bally Bunyan in, in Ireland are two of my favorites across the pond. I hope I've given you enough numbers and names, yeah, but no, that's good. Many. I don't have an ultimate favorite. It's like I've been blessed to see all these and play them. Yeah. And well, that's what I was going to ask. Is there a place that you have never, I mean, you, you have a lot, you've had a long career. Is there a place you haven't played that you still wish that you. Yeah. That I want to play. Um, you know, um, and I could still do it. I got a new knee, you know, I got a new, new some new pipes in my heart. Yeah. I can still do it, but I just don't play very well, Jeremy. I'm old. <laughs> so I've been to Whistling Straits with my college team. We played an NCAA regional there and we didn't play the, the Whistling Straits main course. And I, I walked it and drove it and it's like, are you kidding me? It's phenomenal. So that still might be on my bucket list. Um, and of course, all the courses out in Oregon now that are, you just, you know, you, you can't get there. And of course, you got to walk them and take a caddy. Yep. So they might be difficult. a little more difficult to do. A little that. difficult to do so. But there's very few that I have a this passion that I got to get there and play. I've been lucky. I, I hundreds of golf courses. Played Augusta? Never played Augusta. Um, obviously, caddied there. Yeah. And even just last year, a bucket list thing, one of my favorite things, Mackenzie Hughes calls me up week before the Masters. Hey, coach, can you meet me at Augusta tomorrow? I want you to walk around with me. You're going to chart the course out. And wow. I'm I'm in Charleston. I said, no, I don't, I don't have time for you, Mackenzie. What are you talking about? I got to go with Mackenzie Hughes. Coach, I can't have you play because it's a week before the Masters. Showed up there on a Wednesday. There's no ropes, no get, you know just after COVID and walked in, walked with Mackenzie Hughes, all 18 holes back to every tee, looked at Mackenzie just did that to make me feel good. Um, you know, cause he's been around the course, but it was, I mean, that's a bucket list moment. Yeah, absolutely. And go up into the champion's room, go into the locker room, Mackenzie Hughes. I mean, are you kidding me? Thank you, Mackenzie Hughes. What <laughs> you okay. And have lunch in the clubhouse and there's nobody there. Nobody yeah. there. Just walk along. Got to enjoy um, it. Just to enjoy it, you know, he's not supposed to have a phone out there, but, you know, video him a little bit, got his swing and, you know, just whatever. I mean, I want to say maybe I helped. I didn't help. Mackenzie doesn't need my help anymore. But what a, what a neat thing to go there on a the week before the Masters. There was 15 people on the golf course. Sure. I got to walk places that nobody walked. And, and uh, as I say, Ben 
in 04 when I, he said, coach, you're going to caddy for me at Augusta. Wow. But never got to play it. Answer, never got to play it. Um, I would go up there right with when I asked you a cool story. I mean, that's a pretty cool story. Just hanging around and getting that call and then being able to go. Yeah. Uh, like, what time What time are you going to be there tomorrow, Matt? He said, well, I want to meet at nine o'clock. I'll be there. <laughs> we just, he's in Charlotte. I'm down at Kiowa, you know, two hours, three hours. I'll be there. Yeah, and sure. It just, you know, drove down Magnolia Lane. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. It's great sure. stuff. If, if I was to, I'm going to put you on the spot. One more question, and then we're, we're going to wrap up here. But if there were, uh, if you could round out a, a foursome next weekend at one of your favorite courses, you could play with anyone, anyone. Um, I'm going to take family out of it. That's too easy. <laughs> but what, what three people do you think you would have a, a good time or would you love to just spend around with, pick their brain, anything from history? I mean, it could be anyone. You could say George Washington if you I mean whoever it would be, maybe people from history you're like, hey, I would, that would be spend 18 holes with this person would be pretty pretty special and in, in your mind. Yeah. Um I'm kind of gonna dodge you, Jeremy, because if I say somebody, I'm gonna irritate 150 Kent State guys. Okay, you know, like, we'll take them out too. That's that, that's in got, family. Yeah, you know, like I, I I played this past year with Doug Hansel. Ned Weaver and Kenny Hardwick. They're on my team in 78. That's pretty cool. That's is so cool. And Doug Hansel is the number three ranked senior amateur in the world. Yeah, he's 65 years. But anyways, um, family in Kent state. Yeah. Family. Out of there, just people out, that, um, this kind of gives a little point of yeah. just things you like or things you're interested in. That's all. That's why I asked. Yeah. Um, I'd like to play with, um, Mo Norman. He's a Canadian. Okay. In every Hall of Fame in the world. Okay. He's passed away. And they say he was autistic, and I watched him play as a kid. Um, I guess um, I did get to play with him as a professional, so I guess he's out. But Charlie Sifford, Charlie Sifford. Because my dad, that was my dad's favorite player. And as a Canadian, he got to play in the Canadian Open. He couldn't play in tournaments in the States. So this would be really his, historic. And then of all the great players, um, I'd like to, I guess I'd like to play with Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> can never I, be wrong with that answer. Right? I got the Tiger. I got to, you know, through Ben Curtis. I mean, I walked along and, but I'd really love to have tiger charlie sifford bo norman i mean it is, that would be unbelievable be so. good good afternoon right <laughs> yes it sure. would be. um my last thing and i'm, I'm going to give you the floor here um i know we talked about it a little but i want to wrap up with it just again in your words um i'm probably going to use this for various things so you just so you know um and we can always do it over again but uh, i i just want once again, what does this Mac Hall of Fame honor mean to you? And, you know, if, if there's anyone when you got that honor that you're like, wow, I couldn't have done this without this person and this person, you know, rope, rope that in there as well. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, I to be careful. I, I get too emotional, but to join Lang Kennedy, he was my athletic director for 17 years. 
he and I and a president created women's golf. That, that man is a, a mentor to me and he's special. So first thing I thought about was Lane Kennedy is in that hall of fame. That's so cool that you get to join him. And Ben Curtis is in that hall of fame. Um, those things kind of like, wow, it's pretty cool. Now that doesn't even, there's so many great Kent state people in there, but those are really close to those people. I get to join them, but um and, and, and what Kent State University did for me, and now I can represent them in the MAC, means a lot. They, if it weren't for Kent State, none of this would have happened. The opportunity that they gave, that's what, what did, Kent State just gave me this unique opportunity. They supported me, presidents, athletic directors. Um, it's really special. That's sort of what, wow, this is a culmination of, you know, 41 years of coaching, four years of student athletes, almost 50 years of my, my whole life. This is my whole life. And I can't thank Kent State University and the support they gave me, but it comes right back. And I, and, and I, I, it's amazing. All the players, that's what I, this is all about. Um, I can't thank, you know, I just have been blessed. The relationships that have gone on after you coach them is phenomenal. So, you know, I've got to hear from all these players, but as soon as it came, it was like, wow, that's, it's, it's, it's the whole career and all the people that I coached for 41 years, all the women for the last 24, it's pretty phenomenal. And if it weren't for Kent state, none of this would have happened. And, and they, they just, they gave us the opportunity. They gave golf the opportunity. They've supported golf like no other school, like, as good as any school across the country. And I couldn't be more appreciative. So that's what kind of hits me about this, that uh, I feel like I'm representing Kent state. I know that. Um, and I'm representing the Mac and that's pretty cool. Um, pretty special for me. And then the special of all special is Paula who put up with me. <laughs> if, if you don't have a coach's wife, none of this happened. And it's unbelievable the journey that we've had and the things we've got to do. So that's what I think about. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, you know, again, I was very happy to give you that call and, and speak with you today. Uh, and just whether it's how you got to Kent or your career or just current golf topics or all that, I mean, always, always great to, to talk with you and couldn't be happier for you and your family and, and, you know, and, and to, to be a part of this, um, you know, like you said, half your life, um, You've been at Kent State. I mean, for over half your life. So, I mean, you know, it's it's um it's great honor and and Coach Page, just congrats to you again and and uh you know we can't wait to see you soon and uh you know yeah. grabbing and and being honored in front of um a lot of people who really respect uh not only what you did at Kent State but for the conference as a whole. So, thank you for joining us today and. Uh, you know, best to you as you continue to, I mean, you're still growing, you're still growing the game. So, you know, best to you as you continue to do that. Thank you, Jeremy. And, and thank you. Thank you for what you did when you were working at the Mac. You've been a lot of, around a lot of those championships. I really appreciate that. I was probably focused and out over here, sure. but that all last week, very special. And I'm glad you made it. Thank you so very much. 